On today's Dang Corners, we are going to be talking about the new MLB Pipeline Top 100 Checklist. So, let's sit back, relax, and enjoy today's Dinging Corners. everyone before we get into this podcast i wanted to share with you a break we are doing on friday tomorrow if you're watching this today on thursday and it is my first break back in a while and we are opening 2019 tops chrome sapphire you know the brand you know what it is you know who's in it vlad Guerrero jr fernando tatis eloy jimenez pete alonzo some of the best cards the best looking cards maybe ever made and you can get in on it tomorrow. If you like Slab Stocks, if you like me, if you want to help us out, or if you just want to get into a sweet product, think about going over it, and you can see it here, slabstocks.com shop. And then you can click on the box number two random here and get in for $40 a spot. It is random card, and it will give you the chance to hit a massive, massive, massive card. So think about it. It is an amazing product, and I will be breaking it. So if you like us, if you like the product, think about joining. We have 17 spots left on box number two. Anyways, on to the rest of the podcast. Welcome, everyone, to Dinging Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slab Stocks. I'm your host, Nate, and I am back. It's been a couple weeks since we had our last Dinging Corners, but I am back. Got married, went on the honeymoon, yada, yada, yada. And now I'm back, ready to do some work, ready to talk with you guys for Dinging Corners. So today we are covering the MLB Pipeline Top 100. Now, they they just came out. They just came out with their new, their brand new um, checklist as of last night. And so we are going to be covering it today. So let's jump in. I'm going to give you, I'm just going to run through a couple names, you know, what I see and then give you some thoughts at the very end. We're going to try to keep this under 10 minutes here, so a nice short video for you guys today. I love the Adley Rushman, Julio Rodriguez, Bobby Witt, Spencer Torkelson, and my guy Marco Luciano all the way up to five. I have no qualms with this top five. Um, nothing at all. C.J. Abrams been injured. Uh, would have loved to have seen him play, but I'm happy that they didn't move him down from the top 10 because of injury. Riley Green's been great. Grayson Rodriguez has been great. Uh, Francisco Alvarez and Noel Marte also have been great. My biggest concern in the top 10 is Marcelo Mayer, who I don't believe deserves to be a top 10 guy. I know he was the top player in the draft, um, top position player anyways, shout out Jack Leiter. I don't think he deserved to be a top 10 guy. And you're going to notice this with all, you know, recent draft picks is that they get shot up really high, right? They are well thought of. And then... As the years go on, they drop. So somebody like Austin Martin was started out like 22nd last year, and now he's 38th. He gets on base. He's probably not a shortstop, but he gets on base. He's probably a good second baseman, third baseman, whatever, what have you. Um, but no power there, and his prospect ranking dropped. Same with Asa Lacey. If you look at Asa Lacey, he was high up, and now he is 72nd. And so take the first rankings of guys that just drafted with a grain of salt because a lot of times these guys drop. So I don't think 
Uh, Marcelo deserved number nine spot. I think Alvarez and Marte deserve that better. Brennan Davis, Anthony Volpe, you know, Joy Bart, they deserve that too. Especially I would have these three guys over the lighters and the, or at least the mayors and the uh, lawlers of the world. Lighter is probably actually deserved to be the number 12 prospect. He was absolutely unbelievable at Vanderbilt this year. So we're through the top 16. Now here is my second gripe here is Jason Dominguez has not been good in able. And Tristan Casas is a first base only guy that currently has a 700 something OPS in double A. And no, no chance they deserve to be the 17th and 18th prospects. I get Jason Dominguez if you are just on hype, right? Okay, sure. Tristan Casas, though, does not deserve to be number 18. And it's going to seem like I'm picking on Red so the Red Sox fans here. I am not. Um, don't be, don't be too alarmed. It is one of those things where it's just two guys and they both happen to be Red Sox that I disagree with the rankings. So I am a little bit upset with these two rankings here. Not really, really deserved in my mind. So I would move these guys down. And I think that Shane Baz, Corbin Carroll, Vidal Brujan, of course, Corbin Carroll got injured. I think all of these guys deserve to be up higher than Jason Dominguez and Tristan Casas, at least. Keeper Rees obviously is nice, just got traded with Josiah Gray in that uh, Max Scherzer and Trey Turner deal. So they're both nationals now. Um, but I believe that these three guys, at the very least, deserve to be higher than Jason Dominguez and Tristan Casas. Um, and then you have, obviously, uh, in here, the third. Oh, there he is. The third guy, Henry Davis, the first pick in the draft. He's 23rd. Does he deserve to be 23rd? I don't know, but he was the number one pick. So they're going to do that. Um Nolan Gorman, he had an 860 OPS in like double A, but like a seven something in triple A. I don't think either of those numbers deserve to be a top 25 prospect. Um, and they seem to just love Nolan Gorman and can't drop him for some reason. Jaron Duran, now here you go, Red Sox fans. I do think he deserves to be 26. In fact, compared to some of the guys ahead of him on the list, I could pop him up a couple spots higher, but whatever. Um, really nice run for the Reds here. Hunter Green at 27, Nick Lodolo, who's been amazing, 32, and Jose Barrio, uh, Barrero, ah, I don't know how to say his last name, at 33, and he's up in the MLB. All three of those guys, absolute studs. Gabriel Moreno, absolute stud catcher for the Blue Jays, and even he could be a little bit higher. In my mind, Seattle has a nice little George Kirby, Emerson Hancock run here. And that gets me to Royce Lewis and Austin Martin. So we talked about Austin Martin a little bit. Royce Lewis, on the other hand, is one of those guys that he did well in A-ball. He's injured, and he hasn't done well in any level higher than that since A-plus ball or double-A. And they just seem like they can't get rid of him. They can't drop him down the list. And his best year was like an 860 OPS. And they seem to refuse to drop Royce Lewis down the list. And I don't understand why. Royce Lewis is not a top 37 prospect at this point. Royce Lewis probably isn't a top 50 prospect at this point. And so I am very confused by that. But we move on because I have to keep this under 10 minutes. A lot of nice names here. Christian Pache. You'll notice that Drew Waters dropped a ton. Um, Nate Pearson injured this year. Sixto Sanchez injured this year. Tyler Soderstrom. I would have moved him up a little bit if it was me. Or Elvis Martinez. A nice jump for him to 48. He's been absolutely unbelievable this year. Uh, Detroit with another pitcher in the top 100. You know, Matt Manning, Casey Mize, Tark Screwball, and now Jackson Job. 
right up there. Quinn Priester actually dropped one spot, 52nd to 53rd. Josiah Gray, nice little bump. I love Josiah Gray. I would have moved Zach Veen up into the top 50 if it were me, but whatever. Garrett Mitchell also I would have probably moved up in the top 50, even though he's been struggling in AA, but a lot of that has to do with injuries. Ronnie Maruccio is a guy who's been atrocious. He has he has 15 home runs, but he hasn't been hitting well. And um, they just can't seem to get rid of the idea that Ronnie Mauricio is going to be an absolute stud. So he's always highly ranked on these lists. And I disagree with that. Mackenzie Gore with one of the biggest drops. He used to be a top 10 prospect. Now he's at 62nd. That's, you know, he is, he is currently shut down and they are working on his mechanics. That's how his year has been going. Jordan Walker is an absolute stud. And I would have loved to have seen him go a little bit higher. But 63rd is nice. Oswaldo Peraza is also really nice. Um, he and Anthony Volpe here at 15. Really good Yankees prospects, along with my guy, Everson Pieria, if that's how you say his last name. But he didn't get to move up the list or even on the list, which I'm salty about. But Anthony Volpe definitely should have been higher, and so should Oswaldo Peraza. Cole Wynn's been an absolute stud. I would have liked him to go a little bit higher. And then you have a number of guys, George Valera, I really like, and a number of Indians, actually, that are uh, on this list at the back half. Um, the rest of it, Gunnar Henderson had a really good year in A-ball, but high A, he's been pretty terrible. Colton Kowser was just one of the top, like the fourth pick. My guy, Luis Matos, I would have loved to have seen him go a little bit higher. He's been killing it. Over 300 average, been uh, hitting uh, bombs lately, doubles, tons of doubles. Um, and then, uh, not much else. Sal Freelich, Brewers top pick. He's been absolutely tearing the cover off the ball in eight ball to start the year. So that's, that is the overview of the players. Now a quick comment here is that there are, when you go through the list, there is one thing I look for. A lot of these guys are going to be well-known and they're going to be expensive. Now you look at the bottom of the list and you say, who's going to be the next guy to pop. And there's three guys that pop out of me that aren't super expensive right now. And could be Gabriel Arias, Indians, uh, Iover Piguero, if that's how you say his first name, I think the L is silent, for the Pirates. And then um, I think there was one more, but I can't find it. So those two guys in general. Oh, Greg Jones for the Rays. Um, if I'm looking for three guys that could be uh, good buys in the future that could move up this list and get more expensive – those are the three guys. The one issue here with Gabriel Reyes is that he's already in AAA, um, and so there's not much room for him to grow in the minors. But Piguero and Greg Jones, definitely two guys that I'd be looking at to move up this list. Michael Harris would be another one, but he's already a $100 plus uh, Bowman Cromot. So that is my review. I think they are top-heavy on the uh, draft this year, top-heavy on the draft, and um, a little bit too slow to move guys like Royce Lewis down the list. Otherwise, I like the list for the most part. I hope this was a good video for you. I'm sorry. We had to keep it to 10 minutes for other circumstances that are out of our control. And so this is the end of Dingy Corners today. Maybe we will talk about it a little bit more next time. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Dingy Corners, and I will talk to you again next time.